0: Welcome to Link Adelaide.
1: And I'm going down the line for the second time this year by comedian Jen Winter. Now, you're one of, uh, surprisingly, uh, not really surprising, I suppose, because you're very, very talented. Um, yeah. One of our favourites on the podcast, because uh, I've been looking at the downloads over the last few months. And even though the Fringe was back in March, and our interview was probably back in December or something ridiculously early. Um, yeah. You're still getting a heap of downloads every month. I don't know what's going on.
2: I don't know what's going on either. Like, I was going to say, maybe my grandma's finally discovered the internet. But, um, (laughs) yeah, that's crazy. That's really lovely. I'm flattered.
1: Yeah, again, I've not been promoting you or anything, but it it seems to be working, and people are downloading it and loving it. You you had a pretty good season, because you had your your show here that went off during the
2: Fringe? It was so exciting. I know, I just had the best time for the Adelaide Fringe. It was it was mad. I, it was the first time I've done my whole show there and um, yeah, I had a rockin' time. It was just lovely. I just fell in love with the city and I was there with my kids like we were... We just had this kind of idyllic little situation because I had an au pair with me. So it was the first time I'd done that. And so she just took care of all the domestic stuff. So it just meant that all the time I was with the kids was beautiful time. We were going out and exploring the city and yeah, yeah doing lots of touristy things in the day. And then I'd go off and do my gig at night. And oh, it was just, yeah, it was a very, very sweet month.
1: And if you kept the au pair on afterwards? No, haven't. You've got- <laughs> I
2: know. It was a one-off thing. I, I'm devastated. It kind of gave me this... It was hard actually because it gave me this glimpse of utopia of what could be if <laughs> we could afford to do that all the time um, but yeah it was it, it, it was this beautiful glimpse of gorgeousness so there's no wonder I hold Adelaide so highly in my heart <laughs> I had this kind of idyllic existence for a month.
1: And you were on at uh, the uh, Colonel Light Hotel uh, with uh, right. gravity boots were there as well and they're currently off in Edinburgh doing wonderful things over there so you know yes
2: indeed a big, yes, no, very, very that powerful course.
1: group of people down there at the light this year
2: yeah it went off it was really cool we had our own kind of little hub going on over there and then shimmering west across the road and I did a lot of outdoor cabaret spots there um, yeah with Charlie and Co. and Jamie Jewell who's now a star on reality television <laughs> So, <laughs> he's doing I Will Survive, <laughs> yeah. the,
1: the reality show on Channel 10 at the moment.
2: He yeah. is, yeah. I haven't actually seen it because we don't have a television, believe it or not, through Choice. But, um, yeah, I've been following him on Facebook and stuff because, yeah, we've stayed friends since singing together a lot during the Fringe. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens for him.
1: Yeah, I think he's up against, like, people from High Five and all sorts of people through that show. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I think Nathan Foley from High Five or from the original High Five is one of the contestants oh. on the show. Oh,
2: I remember Nathan, I, like I'm not personally, but just um, my kids were into High Five around the time that he was in High Five. Mm. So, um, oh wow, that's crazy.
1: And there's another cabaret performer that came to Adelaide for the Adelaide Cabaret Festival, Tom Sharra. I don't think okay. I'm saying the name right. He's, he did, I think, I think he did a Madonna-type tribute show, but he's a very, very talented cabaret performer. So there's there's all these really, really talented performers in, this, in the cast of that show. So hopefully oh, Jamie oh. will go really, really well.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I hope so. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, um, but we should talk about you. And the reason for this call is that you put up a blog post the other day. <laughs> yes. And you're going to be on TV.
2: I am. I know it's all pretty. It's it's pretty nuts, and it's it's all happened quite quickly, and I'm freaking out, Stephen. <laughs> 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 it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, well, the the, the whole concept of this TV show is basically they invite people to come and um, I think there's six of us per episode, um, don't quote me on that but um, yeah, your challenge to, is to raise $10,000 for charity so it's it's for such a good cool cause and, and the episode that I'm doing, the charity we're raising funds for is CARA which is a South Australian organisation, they do lots of amazing stuff for people with disabilities um, so it's it's tremendously exciting. And then once we've raised the money, um, then we ca- I'm going to come down to South Australia and we spend a week shooting this um, kind of travel adventure documentary show. Um, and they challenge us. It's all surprises. Like, so the producers haven't even told me the details because it's meant to be part of the fun is that it's all very hush-hush and they kind of surprise us with these kind of amazing race-style challenges. But I have heard that we're going to be doing stuff like... Flying and boating and racing and stuff like that. So it's it's, it's crazy, um, and and so I'm I'm tremendously excited about that. But I'm also a bit daunted because I just kind of put the math together yesterday and realized that I have about six weeks, just over six weeks, to come up with ten thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> It's a little bit crazy ambitious, but um, but I'm gonna make it happen somehow.
1: And so you've obviously got lots of friends you want to get on board and help you out and try and find some money somehow.
2: That's right. So it's really cool. I've only put the call out like about 24 hours ago and already I've had a few donations rolling in, which is awesome. Um, and also just people like having ideas and giving me ideas on how I can raise the money. So at the moment we're looking at maybe doing a couple of comedy nights and um, there's been talk of maybe doing a little radio song, um, mm-hmm. on an internet radio station. There's, there's a lot of ideas coming in, which is great. And then, yeah, I'm just really hoping that this will gather some momentum and that people will be inspired by the, the kind of sheer audacity slash stupidity of, um, <laughs> my intention to commit to something. So... So insanely ambitious. But yeah, I'm really hoping that people will kind of come on board and, and yeah, make it
1: happen. And it all kind of came about through one of the evenings that we kind of worked together because I was working, doing some teching for Titters and you were guesting on there almost every night because you were such a fan Um, favourite. And as part of your act, you you bring someone up and um, little did you know... (laughs)
2: It was crazy. I remember that night so clearly, too, because as you know, because I do that every night, it just brings someone up from the audience, and I never know who it is. It's just, you know, it's kind of a random thing. And then this guy came out, and I could tell something was going on. I think he said a fake name or something when I asked him what his name is, because everyone was laughing in the audience at his, when he said this, he said his name was Andrew something and everybody laughed and I was kind of like, what's going on here? Like, he's got a lot of friends here or something. And then he said, no, 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 my name's Troy. And then, and so I did my act with him on stage and he was great. He was a really good sport. It was so fun. And then afterwards I found out, oh, he's actually a personality. <laughs> in <Adelaide. So> Everybody <laughs> in the room knew who he was except for me, um, not being from South Australia. But yeah, it was Troy Gray. So yes, yeah, former AFL player and now turned presenter and philanthropist and, um, and he's the producer of this incredible series, so it's just those ridiculously serendipitous things. But, um, yeah, what are the odds? <laughs> um,
1: and do you know any of the other celebrities and people that you're going to be working with on the show?
2: I don't. So I don't know the other guys on the show yet. Again, because I think most of them are based in South Australia, so I'm not sure um, who they are, and I think that's... That's going to be part of the surprise certainly for me as well as being a little bit more isolated from you guys up here um, while all the planning's going on. So, yeah, yeah, all will
1: be revealed. But you hopefully will be able to pull in a whole lot of the Queensland money to, to raise money that the other maybe South Australian contestants can't.
2: Can't access. it Well, yeah. hopefully. Oh, that's, hopefully that's part of it. I'm also hoping to maybe get some sponsorship, so I've been approaching some companies for sponsorship, but I think that's where it's a little bit trickier because I am up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and because it's a South Australian um, show that's going to be on just um, Channel 7, South Australia. So, yeah, I'm, I'm finding a way at it, but I'm hopeful. And already it's just been really exciting and heartening, just people getting excited on my behalf <laughs> for me, like friends and family and stuff. And, yeah, people are kind of rallying onto the the cause. So that's really cool.
1: And so you've got six weeks kind of from now. You've got to raise it up. Yes, exactly.
2: It's till October 1st.
1: That's not very long.
2: It's not long at all. I know. I know. <laughs> i like, I still think my husband's in denial because I keep saying to him, like, you know, I've got to raise um, $10,000, like, in the next few weeks. And he's like, oh, I'm Oh, yeah. Like, I think he's just so used to my ridiculous um, yeah, ambitions and stuff that he hasn't quite registered that this one's actually even more crazy than normal. So, yeah. But where there's a will, there's a way. And I actually, now that I feel like I've been getting nice comments on my Facebook page and um, people emailing and stuff with support and just even encouragement and everything, now I feel like it will happen. Mm. I think I was feeling more overwhelmed before I'd gone public with it because it just didn't feel... Real and it felt like it was just me on my own, but I really feel like this is going to be such a great success. And oh, that's the other thing. So I kind of had this, I, I decided that. If we can make it happen, if we once we get to the target, I'm going to do a little tribute slash thank you to everybody that's helped me, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge on camera by wearing for every adventure activity. And I've, I've told the producers that this has to happen or I can't do the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear a tutu um, and or cowboy boots. So even if, I don't know if we're jumping out of planes or what's going on, but either way, it will happen with the tutu for every single adventure activity that's done. Nice. It's actually fitting because Adelaide Fringe was where I discovered my love for tutus and I think I wore a tutu almost every show I did.
1: Because you had quite a lot of frou-frou going on every night. I remember that.
2: Yes, indeed. I've been a big fan of frou-frou. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Why not? Why, when you, you know, the thing is, I'm so daggy in my everyday life with the kids and stuff that when I get a chance to, yeah, let loose, I really let loose.
1: <laughs> and how are the kids are with you going on TV? Are they embarrassed?
2: Oh, they're delighted. I think, you know, and kids of my age, I mean, my eldest um, is 10, okay. and my, uh, and then I've got um, an 8-year-old and a 3-year-old, but certainly the 10-year-old and the 8-year-old, I mean, they just think being famous is the goal at the moment, which I'm trying to desperately like, explain to them that it's not. <laughs> and that it's not about, you know, because they kind of get all, um, I hate that whole, like, when you say to a kid, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up and they say famous? And I think... I think, I mean, I certainly felt that way when I was a kid now, but uh, when I was a kid myself, but I certainly don't feel that way now. Like, I kind of, you want, as a performer, a certain level of awareness of you so that people buy tickets to come and see your show and stuff, and, mm. like, that's really lovely, but I think just wanting fame as a goal unto itself is just, I mean, I don't think you have to look too far, for examples for people where that just goes so horribly wrong, mm. um and so rarely goes right for people. So, yeah, but um, at the moment, I think that full way think is, um, yeah, mummy will be famous and that'll get them some maybe extra treats at Tug Shop or something. <laughs> <laughs> their classmates. I don't know. <laughs> well, you should make them work yeah.
1: for it because I know sort of young kids are quite good at getting money out of people for charities and things. You are to look at the girl guides and their biscuits and that kind of thing. So I reckon you need to use them as much as you can.
2: That's a great because I was thinking about maybe a fake sale, but maybe I should get them busking or something. 'Cause um I've seen some pretty dodgy child buskers in my life and um they they rake it in because it's the cute factor. I think when you get to a certain point then you have to have some level of talent to make that work but yes. I think you can get away just with cuteness for a fair luck, fair crack of it.
1: Well I think I think the the whole the whole cuteness and the that sort of thing with where you get money from little kids or little kids manage to squeeze money out of people for charity. I think that kind of runs Mm -hmm. out at the same point that they become embarrassed that their mum's about to be on TV. So if you can worm it to be at the right time, you should be fine.
2: That's a fantastic idea. You know what? You're just giving me a great idea. I think we're going to do that. I think I I should definitely exploit them for a good cause.
1: Yeah. And tell them yeah, they get on camera like, for five seconds or something like that's that.
2: That's what I was thinking. I know. I wonder if I could. Maybe I'll do that. Even if it's <laughs> on YouTube and then I can delete it the next day or something, but I can just say, hey, look, guys. Oh, keep famous. <laughs> and then they can get their little streaks chewed off and, yeah, then we'll delete it. <laughs> cool. Awesome. But please, no further. Don't, please don't tell my kids that.
1: No, no. We'll
2: keep it quiet. It yeah, goes I on the
1: podcast. Cool. to make sure they don't listen to this and they'll be fine.
2: Yeah. All right, done. Okay, I'll make sure. If you notice a, a sudden like rise in downloads of this podcast um, between the hours of 6 and 7 p.m. on any given night, please let me know because that will be my children. So, okay. yeah, we'll monitor that. I'll get the net nanny.
1: And for people that want to find out how to get involved and I guess follow your progress as well, I assume you do some updates on your website and on your Facebook page and those sort of things as well?
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the best way is just to go to my website, so it's just comicmummy.com. Um, or you can go to my Facebook page is good too. So it's facebook.com slash Jenny Winter, and Winter with Y, W Y N T E R. And
1: that's it. And the blog post has a link to your fundraising page as well. It um, does. So. so people can start throwing money away or also um, get in touch with Jenny via her Comic Mummy website to say, I work for a company, or I know someone that works for a company and would be more than happy to give you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. would um, be lovely... <laughs> And to see where, where all the money going to go to, you can go to the CARA website. It's uh, the Community Accommodation and Respite Agency, so they do a whole lot of really good work in the community. Their website address is www.cara.org.au. Um, Jenny Winter, thank you so much for your time and good luck over the next six weeks uh, trying to thank raise you 10 so grand. Much. And we'll see thank you on TV. You.
2: Fantastic. See you then.
0: For more on Jenny's quest to raise money for Cara, ahead of her appearance in Troy Gray's new reality TV show for Channel 7, take a look at her website, comicmummy.com. And just a quick correction. Earlier in the interview, I mentioned cabaret performer Tom Sharrah, currently a contestant on 10, Network 10's I Will Survive. His show in Adelaide was not, as I said, about Madonna. Instead, the show which ran to critical acclaim in the 2010 Cabaret Festival was called K-Serrer Sharrah. Soon on the podcast, there'll be more from Newcastle's Crack Theatre Festival artists and people doing things around Adelaide that we think are a little bit interesting. Remember, we'll be covering the 2013 Adelaide Fringe big time, so if you're involved in next year's Fringe, please get in touch via Fringe at linkadelaide.com.au. Online at linkadelaide.com.au, we've got a new blog. And as usual, you can follow our latest on Twitter at linkadelaide, and get liking through our page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide. We'll catch you soon.